Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Star 94. Well, a great three-game series between two very good Eastern Conference teams ends with Columbus advancing after a 4-2 win tonight in Game 3. Columbus twice building three-goal margins. Atlanta United responding uh, to the third and the fourth goal almost immediately in both cases to keep themselves with a puncher's chance in the second half, but it, it really did look like Atlanta United was out of gas as this match uh, drifted towards conclusion tonight. And uh, Atlanta United will see their season come to an end in the first round. They uh, uh, have now uh, gone since 2019 without getting out of the first round of the playoffs, though they can point to the fact that they won a playoff game this year. I think this season, and we'll have more time to to summarize it as a, at a later date, Jason, does remind me a lot of the 2021 season where Atlanta United got very, very hot down the stretch uh, but could not get out of the first round of the playoffs against New York City. I think a lot to build on for Atlanta United in the postmortem of uh, the season. But unfortunately tonight, um, look, you can't spot Columbus a three-goal lead in a building where they have lost only once all year and expect to have a very viable chance to win. Yeah, but when you go back on the goals that were scored and, and you start to break them down, the first goal... You get trapped, you turn it over, Nagby beats you at the top of the 18. It's going to happen sometimes. It's not one you like. Okay, you, you chalk it up, you move on. The Amundsen goal is the one that you're just like, wow, what do we do here? It's such a perfectly hit ball from Malte Amundsen. I, I think Kazan goes up really well, and if it's on a flat plane, like if you hit that from distance, typically you're going to hit that driving. That one looped. And it's just over Gazan. There's nothing he can do on that over him just under the crossbar. And then you're just, like I said, you're running uphill. And they ran. They they absolutely did. They kept trying to cut into it, but you couldn't get it 
done. You get caught in transition on the third goal. You answer back quickly. You get caught early in the second half. You answer back quickly. But you just had to expend so much energy to stay in it that you didn't have it at the end. And missing somebody like Mateus Hosechu, that's a huge miss in this one for me. And I know there's probably people out there who are, are shocked to hear that. But Hosechu, at a minimum, you know he would have started tonight. It would have been him and William Ba in the midfield. I don't think anything dramatically different in the game happens there. But as you get into the second half and the legs are heavy because you've been running, you would have then had Fortune to come off the bench. I think Jay Fortune was borderline man of the match tonight for Atlanta United. He was that good. But if you have that off the bench to come in late where you're trying to just throw everything forward, you got to win a second ball, maybe things are a little bit different. But you didn't have that. Amar Sadich hasn't played in a long time in the rotation, and rightly so in, in terms of the way things have worked out. Losing one of your players in that rotation in game two really affected game three late where you needed fresh legs in the middle, and you didn't have it. They ended up putting Wolf into the middle at the end and Etienne as a pseudo left back, and, and you're just really rolling the dice at that point. All right, so if Jay Fortune was your borderline man of the match, who is your actual man of the match? Brought your, to you by Heineken. Yorgos is the other borderline. He gets the goal. I thought he played well up front. He actually had some really good flicks on the long balls trying to create opportunities. But Brooks Lennon is the, the man of the match for me. I thought Brooks... Had both assists. He created those two chances, three interceptions on the defensive side, two tackles. He was very, very good on both sides of the ball. Lennon is, if not the best right back in this league, he is in the top two, three. He's been that good this season for Atlanta United. He was, I think, the last Atlanta United player off the pitch. He saluted the fans and then he pulled his jersey up over his face. I think you could see the emotion from him in that moment. And he gave all he had. Go back to the last touch of the ball for him this season. He lunged across to get a touch to prevent the break for Columbus and probably pulled something because you're just at that point of the night and that point of the season. But he kept going. Brooks Lennon fought all year long. He got Atlanta two goals out of this one with two assists. He was great in game two. But ultimately, there wasn't enough of that tonight across the board. So Brooks Lennon, the man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Shots 21 to 11, Columbus. Shots on target, 8-4 Columbus. Possession 53-47, Atlanta. Key passes 13-10, Columbus. Expected goals 1.8 to 1.5, Columbus. On the series, the shots were 46-26, Columbus, and 20 to 11 on target for Columbus. But again, Aggregate was 8-6. XG, Columbus, two goals better on the series. Columbus and Atlanta both dramatically overperformed their XG on the series. One thing to keep in mind on those shot numbers, and it's something that jumped out to me as we watch these two teams, Columbus is a little bit like Atlanta was last year in terms of taking lots of shots, maybe some lower percentage shots. And that was a big talking point that we had and a lot of people had coming into the season about Atlanta taking better chances. You look at Atlanta in terms of the rankings, they don't take nearly as many shots as Columbus, but they have a higher percentage of shots on goal. They're a little more efficient in those moments. And those numbers played out in the series. I, I think Columbus got more shots off, but that XG really close considering the overall shot count was a pretty big difference. 
And two games at home, too, kind of helps you with that. That does well. help as well. And and you could point to the first game where it was a 2-0 win for Columbus is maybe uh, what distorts the, the overall series stats. Again, brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Let's get to the highlights. Columbus with three goals to start the match tonight. That was the nightmare for, uh, scenario for Atlanta United after they played a really good first nine minutes. Nagby's goal was against the run of play, yeah. and uh, Columbus was off and running after this uh, golasso by Darlington Nagby. Lennon now turning into the near corner. Yaboa counter-pressing here as Lennon backs up to the end line. Robinson gives it away now to Nagby. Nagby to the top of the arc. Nagby shoots, scores! Darlington Nagby from outside the arc, and Columbus gets the vital first goal in the ninth minute. And it's former Atlanta United player, Darlington Nagby. Columbus with the most goals inside the 18 this year. They haven't scored many from outside the 18. And Nagby starts off the night that kind of a way. You go back if you're looking for things that could have been different. Cucho's offside on the first ball. Then Saba defends it up against the end line. And you're trapped there. Robinson tries to play it on the ground. Not through the middle, but towards the middle. Trying to pick out a pass rather than clear. And that's what leads to Nagby's opportunity. 1-0 Columbus at that point. And then eight minutes later, they double the lead with uh, Malta Amundsen hitting, I think, the best goal of the entire playoff oh, series. Easy. This to make it 2-0. Farsi, dribble, dribble, dribble on Wiley. Ahead to Matan, who's clipped by Mayumba. They play on as Matan centers it now to Cucho at the top of the 18. Cucho backing out and is dispossessed. They play on again despite a foul play, but in possession here is Amundsen. Shot from distance. Oh, score! From 30 yards out! A colosso by Amundsen, and it's a disaster for Atlanta United. They already trail 2-0. What a bomb from Amundsen. I mean, you, you can't strike it any better. I think it might have even had a little bit of top spin on it. Like I said, it went up over Gazan and then dropped. It's just unsavable and it kind of felt like it was going to be one of those nights. Yeah, and I, I got to take up for Brad Guzan for a moment because I'm already seeing it on uh, social media. Uh, to blame Brad Guzan for the outcome of tonight is to totally disregard the four saves he made in this right. game, including three in the second half of a 4-2 game, where if Columbus scores one more, there's, there's very little uh, to play for. So uh, Brad giveth and Brad taketh away. In, in my but opinion, the second goal, not he, on him. it's not on Brad no. at all. The first goal, he gets wrong-footed on a good goal from Nagby, but it, the bigger issue is the turnover. Now, after that point, it looked like Atlanta United had steadied itself, and maybe they were on the verge of cutting the lead in half, but then Alexandra Baton gets this goal in the 33rd minute, and it felt like at that point, as I will say in my call, it was curtains for Atlanta United. Luisa Brahm on the edge of Atlanta's defensive third. They're playing from left to right, sending it down the wing now to Shandy Silva. A little bit of a loose trap, but Silva is able to hook the ball ahead towards Lennon. That's intercepted by Yaboa. Down the middle, Cucho. Cucho ahead to Rossi, top of the arc. Loose touch, but plays it ahead to Matan. In the box, Matan shot, score. Curtains. Atlanta United down 3-0 in the first half out. Could not go any worse. And that's the one that you start reaching a little bit and we saw that here in the regular season against Columbus where the game is you're down a couple goals and instead of sticking with it getting to halftime playing your game it's a turnover in a spot you can't turn it over and Shonda Silva trying to make something happen he has the right intention 
but not the right execution, turns it over where you're exposed, and Columbus is going to eat that up all day, and they do. 3-0 Columbus at that point, but it wasn't quite curtains yet. Yorgos Yakimakis had an answer essentially on the next play of the game. This to make it 3-1, the hot play of the match brought to you by Scanna. Here's Almada, pitch to Lennon, center to Yakimakis, shot, score! Boom, Yakimakis! They're not quite dead yet. 3-1 in the 35th minute. For over 20 years, Scanna Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates. An excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. The quick response gave you a lifeline. It kept you alive in this game. It kept it a two-score game. And look, we've seen two-score games get away from teams really quickly now. It was a three-score game, and you got it back to two. But it gave you hope. It gave you life. It gave you something going into halftime. Uh, And remember... Atlanta United almost scored again. Yakimakis mm-hmm. uh, uh, had a couple good chances, got into some very dangerous spots, put one over the crossbar right before halftime when he was in on Schulte. Schulte made a big save as well, yep. 3-1 at halftime. And we thought, boy, if Atlanta United could find that second goal quickly, then it would really, really get pressure-packed and tight here in Columbus. In fact, though, the opposite happened two minutes after halftime. Diego Rossi scores to make it 4-1 Columbus. Schulte being chased by Fortune will send it into the far corner to Amundsen. Amundsen has it blocked away by Yakimakis, but gets on the second ball, pops it ahead to Yaboa. Yaboa up to the edge of center circle now for Matan. Matan setting it down the middle, and here's Rossi. 1v1 with Guzian. Rossi shot, score. And Atlanta right back in a three-goal hole here in the 48th minute. Rossi put it off the inside of the far post. It's a great finish from Rossi, who makes this Columbus team really different. When they had Zellerion, you're talking about more of a 10 in that role, so two 10s, Matan and Zellerion. Rossi is a little bit of a half-and-half in terms of a 10 and a forward. He can make those forward runs and really cause teams problems when he gets up next to Cucho. That break showed his quality. And the crazy thing is, Atlanta United kind of did get the early second goal for them. Problem is, they just conceded the fourth. <laughs> that, that's right. Here was that early. I mean, if you would have told me after halftime, Atlanta's going to score the 50th Exactly. Minute, I'm going to take it from Shande Silva. I accidentally credited this initially to Jay Fortune. Apologies to Shande for that. But here was the final goal of the match to make it 4-2 Columbus. Rahm with the square ball to the right side to Robinson. Robinson pokes it ahead now to Jay Fortune. Fortune up to the right halfway line, dribbles into the Columbus half, and will thread it through now. A good ball to Lennon. Lennon with a low cross, shot, score! Jay Fortune! Atlanta United gets it right back again! Shande Silva, excuse me, not Jay Fortune. Shande Silva with the goal, and it's 4 2. You had Fortune in mind because he created everything. It's such a great play from Fortune in his second playoff start up the right side. He did thread the needle down the line to Lennon. That opened everything up, and the ball from Lennon was ridiculously good around the back line, and Shanti Silva got in behind Mo Farsi really one of the only times, and he got there and he put that finish home and you restored the two-goal deficit, which when that's where you're at, that's not a good place to be. It's better than a three-goal deficit, but you had wasted so much energy to get to that point, and there were more chances after that, and you had some opportunities banging on the door to get it to 4-3, 
The one that I'll go back to that still is just incredible from Zach Schulte is that looping header from Yakamakis where Schulte is falling back and fingertips it off the crossbar. So if he doesn't touch it, it's going in. He knocks it up off the crossbar and then is able to make the catch. It's an incredible <laughs> save. Yeah, and to add insult to injury, it wasn't even a corner. He no. was able to keep it in play. Yeah, because he's able uh, to get to his own deflection. Just yeah. an incredible play from Schulte. Uh, arguably the save of the series. And uh, when you have the goal of the series and the save of the series and you win on the aggregate, you, you kind of see where this is going for Columbus. But uh, uh, Columbus was the better team of the series. They deserve to move on. Uh, I think Atlanta, again, deserves a lot of credit for going down swinging tonight. Atlanta United wants to remind you that for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they'll donate $2,000 to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total will end at $16,000. Also want to tell you that Chick-fil-A is committed to helping fight food insecurity and is proud to partner with Atlanta United and Soldiers Angels to help tackle veteran hunger all season long when an Atlanta United player successfully makes a tackle. Chick-fil-A restaurants in Atlanta will donate 100 pounds of food to feed a military or veteran family in need for a month. For more information and to see how you can help, visit etlutd.com backslash community. We'll wrap it all up on the full-time report after this. Atlanta United, their season is over after a 4-2 Game 3 loss tonight here in Columbus on Star 94. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back, back, back to the full-time report on Star 94. All right, 4-2, Columbus over Atlanta United tonight. Columbus wins the series two games to one and will play uh, Orlando on the Saturday after Thanksgiving, November 25th, while obviously Atlanta United season has come to an end with this loss. I, I wish we had more time to do a complete full-time report. We are on the road and we are on the team charter, so we are going to have to get downstairs momentarily. But uh, I'll, I'll start with you, Jason, and your final thoughts on a season that – uh, I think Atlanta United will look back on and say they did a lot of good things. Uh, they had way too many defensive mistakes that probably kept them from reaching their ultimate goal in the season. But uh, a year in which you finish top 10 in the league, top six in your conference, you win a playoff game, 
a lot of positives to take out of the 2023 season for Atlanta United. Yeah, I, I truly believe that. I, I'm kind of reminded of what Giannis said last year when the Bucks were knocked out in the NBA playoffs, and the question was, is the year a failure? And every team that doesn't win the championship, the year's not a failure. If you have that mentality, you're going to be disappointed and angry most seasons mm -hmm. because it is very difficult to win. What I'm sad about is I was really enjoying how this group was coming together, and I wanted to see more from them, more games, more time. And that's the thing is the summer transfer window was such a big win for Atlanta United and getting Tristan Muyamba and Sean De Silva and Saba Lobjanitze and Edwin Mosquera back into the team in that summer window made it have a very different, explosive, volatile at times, but very – potential filled group and I wanted to see them have more time to mesh Jamal TRA another one who I think we haven't really seen much of yet I would have loved to have gotten more of him in these moments Columbus ultimately had more chemistry and they had more of that they did make some summer acquisitions as well Rudy Camacho who knows Wilfred Nancy's system inside and out definitely has made them better Julian Gressel has made them better although in this series he was a liability and that was one of the big swings in the series was starting Mo Farsi tonight, who did a good job bottling Shonde Silva up. I think when you, you look back at 2023 with Atlanta United, you're going to remember a lot of really fun matches, some great matches from this team, some performances that were MLS Cup winning worthy. The Miami game, the Portland game early with that iteration of the team. Um, some really uh, the, the playoff win over Columbus. Some really strong performances that were potential state. Well, they were statements. They're, they're potential showing that there's more potential there. But you didn't get it all the way through. They gave up too many goals, especially early in the season. They dropped too many points to fall into six to be into this matchup with Columbus, who is a very very tough team to beat two out of three times, and the crew showed that. I want to see where this team goes. You're not going to be able to just roll the same group out next season. It doesn't look like. We don't know how things will go yet. Miles Robinson's out of contract, and he's decided not to take the deal that's been on the table from Atlanta United pretty much all season. And you'd assume it's a very high-paying deal. But Miles Robinson has absolutely every right to bet on himself here. And coming back from an Achilles injury and having the season that he had, he's going to have interest. What that means we won't know for a while. Tiago Almada absolutely has interest. What that means, we won't know for a while. The window in Europe won't open until January. Caleb Wiley's going to draw interest. Tyler Wolf could draw interest. There's going to be players who draw interest across the pond. There's going to be players who draw interest in South America. There's going to be players who draw interest around the league. So this is a very interesting time now as you put this season to bed and you start to think ahead to what's coming and big moves that have to be made to keep as much of the core together as you can and to add to it. And it won't be long. A training camp will likely begin in very early January, so you might only be you know eight or so weeks away from yeah. your training camp. You'll probably be playing friendlies, uh, potentially regionally uh, mm -hmm. near Atlanta by the end of January. So Jason and I will say goodnight here 
on November 11th, but we might be back with you in uh, two and a half months. These off seasons <laughs> do not last very long. We will be back it, with you with stoppage time yes. on oh, Wednesdays yes. Yes, no on, on the 92.9 The Game Facebook page. Be back with you with Atlanta soccer tonight on Tuesday nights at 10, and we'll keep you posted on everything happening in the Atlanta United universe between now and the next match. And frankly, I'm excited to see what's to come. Like I said, you had some homegrown U22s uh, play big factors in this season. Um, you have around the league a lot of excitement, obviously, with Lionel Messi going into his first full season with Miami next year. And uh, I think tonight you saw in Columbus a lot of the good things about this league, an electric atmosphere in a great stadium, two great teams throwing haymakers at each other, and unfortunately uh, Columbus comes out on the winning end tonight. But I think Atlanta United went down swinging. The one thing I'll always remember about 2023 Atlanta United is I think they had an internal fight that is maybe stronger than any other Atlanta United team that we've had, and we can debate that all offseason, but they just kept finding goals late in games and overturning results or trying to overturn results. I always appreciated that, and I never counted them out of the game. Uh, I mean, that's something we didn't really even see in 2018, where it felt like they struggled to uh, get uh, late goals. It was completely the opposite this year. This is a team that never quit, a team that has very good players. Uh, The young player of the year who will probably be runner-up for MVP, the newcomer of the year, probably two, maybe even three best 11 players, team that has very good players. I think the future is bright, uh, depending on how many of them stay here. Uh, We have to say goodbye. I wish we could stay longer. I do want to express gratitude to Chris Winkler, Justin Veldhouse, Johanna Schneider, and the entire communications crew with Atlanta United. It's been so, so helpful this year. Manny Tejeda, our MVP, uh, Mm -hmm. Atlanta United's team administrator who's taken care of our travel arrangements all year. Uh, Immense gratitude to Matt Moore and Garth Lagerway and uh, Georgia O'Donohue and everyone who uh, is responsible for allowing us to do this on a weekly basis. This is the element of my job that by far gives me the most joy. Working with you, Jason, obviously gives me a tremendous amount of joy every year. I uh, could not ask for anything more from a partner, and uh, hopefully uh, we get to do this together for many, many more years to come. Uh, I'm certainly going to overlook someone that I should be thanking, so I apologize for that. I do want to thank our crew at the radio station, our producers all year, been Dom Shirovsky, Dylan Matthews, Garrett Chapman has produced some games, Steve Wilson, who does all our imaging, Jerry McKenna, the program director of Star 94, uh, on which we have played many matches this year. We've got to go. We will see you next year, perhaps as soon as January. It all comes to an end tonight for Atlanta United with a 4-2 loss to Columbus. We'll see you next year. Thanks for joining us tonight on Star 94. You've been listening to the Full-Time Report, a complete wrap-up of today's Atlanta United game on Star 94. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.